Hello, my name is Madeline Rickett and welcome to the It Might Get Better podcast. Today's topic is all about doing hard things when you're depressed or having executive dysfunction. So grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. All right, we are going. Yay. Okay. Hi, my name is Madeline Rickett and you are listening to the It Might Get Better podcast. This is like take two. My first take, I was very tired and so I got a coffee and now we're trying this again. My name is Madeline. I am a communications major with a double concentration in journalism and broadcasting. This is crazy. I can't believe I have my own podcast. I've been thinking about having a podcast for literal years. And so the fact that I have one now is crazy. So thank you so much to everyone who made last week's launch amazing. Thank you to my 10 followers on Spotify and everyone else who follows me on my new Instagram at it might get better pod. And yeah, this is insane. So I also want to introduce a little segment that I'm going to be doing at the beginning of every episode from now on which will be shouting out a small artist or a student artist of one form or another at the beginning of every episode. This week, I want to shout out my good friend Lauren Alice's thesis film called Mission Name Wildcard. It is a superhero film that she is crowdfunding for, and it is her biggest project to date, and I am so proud of her. And if you have anything you'd like to donate to the project, her Indiegogo will be linked below. They are the one who designed my graphics for my podcast and they're one of my very best friends. So if you have anything you'd like to donate, please do so. We would all really appreciate it. All right, enough with the promos. We are going to segue into this topic. If you're a John Mulaney fan, you might be familiar with the title of my podcast today. It's so much easier not to do things, especially when you're supposed to do them. Uh, That is one of my favorite John Mulaney quotes. I believe it's from New in Town and it just perfectly encompasses what I'm trying to talk about today because mental health makes it near impossible to do things sometimes. I was having a conversation about this with some friends literally the other day and I was like I'm actually talking about this on my podcast. So we were just all talking about what is hard for each of us. Like for me it's like showering, cooking, doing dishes. For some of my other friends it's brushing their teeth or making themselves wash their face. And it's, it's insane how, for one, it just varies from person to person, obviously, because mental illness affects everyone differently. What's easy for one person is sometimes impossible for another. And it's hard to do things when you have mental illness sometimes. And I, I dabbled on this lightly last week and I talked about it a bit on my story. But like I said, I struggle with cooking. And if my depressive symptoms get in the way showering because both of those tasks take a lot of mental energy. It's especially bad when I am trying to decide whether or not to work out because I have to assess my mental bandwidth for the task. Do I have enough mental energy to both work out and shower today? And if the answer is no, then I don't work out because like who wants to go to bed sweaty? This is totally off topic, but I'm someone that doesn't find the motivation to work out until like after 6 p.m. And that can mean from like exactly at 6 p.m. to literally, I think I've done workouts at midnight before, like a full workout. So for me, it's like right before bed. And so I do not want to be sleeping, feeling gross. Oh, and responding to text messages. I feel bad for basically everyone who has tried to text me within the last month 
if you're not someone that like is in my usual circle of people I text super often, which is usually like my mom and my two best friends and college. I have best friends that don't go to my college that I just don't respond to. And that is my bad. (laughs) But uh, so if you're not in that very small circle of like three people, I probably haven't responded to your text messages lately. And I'm sorry about that. It will happen at some point, hopefully. Doing things when you're mentally ill can be really hard. And I'm not, you know, I'm talking about like basic care tasks, not running a marathon or, you know, writing a whole paper in a night. I'm talking about like just basic things that are pretty standard if you want to like take care of yourself, but they're super hard for a lot of people. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I feel like there's a lot of support surrounding mental illness these days, which is really great, but it's until really not cute symptoms of mental illness come around that people will start to be like, ew, why do you do that? Why do you think I do that, Karen? I have depression. (laughs) Someone posted on TikTok forever ago. I have no idea who, but it was just someone brushing their teeth and they're like, this is the first time I've been able to brush my teeth in like months and I'm finally doing it today. And so many of the comments were like, ew, like why just brush your teeth? That's so gross. I'm like, yeah, it's mental illness. <laughs> it's mental illness, isn't it? But like for real, it's it's not something that we do because it's fun or it's cute or like we don't want to brush our teeth because it's quirky. Like if we can't brush our teeth, it's because it takes too much mental energy and we need to allocate that mental energy to like getting through the day. There were days when I literally had to text my friends to bully me to get out of bed. Like it's not fun. It's not fun to feel so depressed or so deep within your own executive dysfunction that you can't do anything about it. And you have to decide like, where is my mental energy going to go today? Is it going to go to brushing my teeth? Is it going to go to sitting on my phone? Is it going to go to literally nothing and just lay in my bed? Mental illness isn't cute. (laughs) Mental illness isn't fun. And so it's something that we all struggle with. I feel like I'm rambling. I mean, I know I am. I'm kind of tired today and I got myself a grande coffee to like help with that. My thoughts are going faster and I'm not staring off into space, which is good. However, I also feel like I am not thinking about the words that are coming out of my mouth. So this will be super fun in editing. Something that I have struggled with that wasn't cute or quirky was food going bad in my fridge. I touched on this lightly last episode and I have since handled it. I had food going bad in my fridge for like a month. And I know I said that like in the last episode, mental illness in itself is not gross. You are not gross for having mental illness. There are gross side effects that aren't like super fun, but you are not inherently gross because of them, if that makes sense. But like the food going bad in my fridge, that that was gross. But it got really bad because I was trapped in a circle of anxiety. So to kind of explain that thought process, I knew the food in my fridge was like starting to go bad. You know, when like you bought strawberries like a week ago, like they're on their last leg, they're, they're going bad. But they're not like super bad yet. So you just kind of leave it. Well, the thing is, when I do that, I forget about it until whenever later is. And after a little bit longer, I'm like, ooh, that's bad now. And then like food going bad in general gives me a lot of anxiety. So like I just don't want to handle it. And then I put it off and then the food continues to go bad. 
And then my anxiety surrounding it increases further because the food can, keeps going bad. Of course it does because I haven't thrown it away yet, but it gives me anxiety, so I don't want to handle it. And so it just stays in my fridge and it continues to get worse and I continue to get more anxiety about it. And so I just put it off and put it off and it just, it, it's a huge circle. And I got very trapped in this particular cycle for like about a week, just trying to give myself the courage to actually deal with the spoiled food. And I think a lot of us mentally ill folks struggle with this. Um, executive function plays a factor in this too. Sometimes it's not anxiety. Sometimes it's like just the physical inability to do something because you feel like it'll drain the life out of you. Or if you're depressed when you literally just can't and the only thing you can do is to keep yourself going and handling food that's gone bad in your fridge is just not one of those things. And it's a very chaotic cocktail when you have all three of them. It's kind of just a guessing game some days. I'm like, why can't I do the thing I want to do today? Is it anxiety? Is it ADHD? Or is it depression? I don't know. Maybe it's a combination. Depressive symptoms are the worst. There were weeks when my depression made it nearly impossible for me to do my dishes and they would just pile up in my sink for days, sometimes as long as a week, and I wouldn't get out of bed and I would just watch TikToks and feel like I was rotting. So that's fun. Which is why I also think it's really important to be proud of yourself when you accomplish your hard thing. That's what I call them. <laughs> I kind of mentioned this on my uh, Instagram story the other day, but like doing dishes is my hard thing and showering is a hard thing. And so when you are able to accomplish whatever that hard thing is for you, be proud of yourself. I don't know what it is for you. It could be brushing your teeth or doing your laundry or texting your friends back, but whatever it is, I hope that when you accomplish it, you're able to be proud of yourself. I really like the way this YouTuber slash TikToker Peach PRC, if you haven't heard of her, you're missing out. She's so funny and I love her. And you'll definitely hear me talk about her a lot, but I really like the way that she put this. She said, you're not gross or dirty. You're just having a hard time. That really resonated with me because we are just having a hard time and we're not like intentionally trying to be gross and we're not being lazy. We're just we're just trying our best. <laughs> but lately I've been doing really well. Um, I deleted TikTok for the first time in a while. I don't know how long it'll stay off my phone, maybe forever. <laughs> but like that app just put me in a bad mood like most days that I went on it. It's just a lot. It's a lot, a lot of the time. And not being on the app has drastically helped my motivation. But because I've been doing better, I've been cleaning up my dishes almost every night and keeping up with habits that are important to keep me healthy. That hasn't happened for a while and I'm glad that my functioning is doing better. So in light of all this, I'm going to give you some tips that will hopefully make things easier for you as they have for me. Some of these I did come up with and some of these I didn't. So I will be crediting the people who did come up with the ideas. But I do want to say that while I do have tips, I get that sometimes you just have to like wait it out when it comes to mental health until you have enough mental energy to do the thing, even if it's gross, because like, who cares? <laughs> I really hope this episode is making sense. I feel like coffee makes my brain go burr. But some things that have really helped me is putting on a random YouTube video while cleaning. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know if it's like the aesthetic of it. I've been trying to make my life more aesthetic in pretty much every way possible. And I think that helps in a lot of ways. Putting on like just a YouTube video of someone talking for like half an hour really helps. It's kind of like a podcast. <laughs> um, podcasts, I I'd also do podcasts, but I, I kind of like being able to like look over my shoulder and see like a person there. 
rather than just a disembodied voice. However, if you want to play my podcast while you're doing your hard thing, uh, let me know. First of all, let me know and like, please do so. You're welcome to listen to my podcast anytime. But some of my favorites to put on are the Try Guys, like whenever Keith eats the menu, 10 out of 10. Any sort of productivity content, like I've been watching a lot of like journaling videos. I don't even know how to describe the the vibe of these videos. It's just like a very specific, like I'm trying to make my life better. So here's what I've been doing to make my life better. And it's like, you know, people around my age who don't have their life together, but are trying. And it's like that kind of content, not the people that are like, if you do this one thing, your life will be better for forever. I very much like that genre because it's more realistic and I very much enjoy it. Also, Peach PRC. I'm going to talk about her a lot on this podcast probably because I think she's great, but she has videos on her YouTube channel where she spends an hour filming herself cleaning. And I like got a burst of motivation and like deep cleaned my entire apartment. I put on those videos because like she has one where she's cleaning her room and then another one where she's folding laundry. And I love them and I want more of them from her. Oh my gosh, I want like a million more of those videos because there's only two right now. And okay, honestly, I would like to make my own at some point. Let me know if you guys are interested on my Instagram. Maybe I'll like put a poll up or something when this episode comes out. But I would like to make that kind of content someday. Maybe in podcast form, like I could just like set my phone down and like talk while I'm cleaning or I could make a YouTube video of it. I don't know, but I really do love her videos and I would love for there to be more content like that out there. Oh, one of my friends loves to listen to corpse live streams when she cleans and I think that's awesome. I want to watch more corpse streams. I think he sounds like a pretty cool guy. And I would like to know more about him because he's just one of those people that is like fascinating to me. But why I think this is so beneficial is because there's this method called body doubling. Someone sits with a person who has ADHD while that person tackles a task that's difficult to complete alone. A form of body doubling is like you can call your best friend and be like, hey, can you just like sit in my living room while I do my dishes? That would be great. But if it's like, midnight and you're spiraling and you're very overwhelmed and you just want to like clean it to make it better you can't always rely on someone to come over at in the middle of the night or just like someone might be busy and so I think YouTube videos are a great way to body double and it just makes tasks easier and it just makes it fun I don't know something about it makes it fun and my good friend Carly recommended this tip which is setting timers to get things done I know Peach PRC also talked about it a little bit where she sets five minute timers. I think Carly said that she sets uh, 10 to 20 minute timers. People with ADHD have a hard time comprehending how long something is supposed to take and we can overestimate or underestimate really easily. But these timers can help us be like, okay, for five minutes or for 20 minutes or for 30 minutes, I'm going to do this work or this task or this chore and if it's not done by then, I can stop. But what usually happens with these timers is that you get it done like really quickly. Like you get a lot more done in five minutes or in 10 minutes or in 30 minutes than you ever thought that you would. And you're like, okay, let me set another timer. That was super easy. If it's not super easy or if things are just hard for you that day, at least you did five minutes of work and you can stop if you want to. My friend Jasmine suggested making lists and scheduling things in particular time slots on her calendar so that if it is scheduled to happen, it will happen. 
Having a friend bully you into doing your tasks is one of my personal favorite methods. I Snapchatted my friend Lauren today and was like, can you please bully me into eating? I have had two muffins and she told me to eat. (laughs) Um, She also bullies me into showering. It's great and I highly recommend it. I do the same for her and it's a great method. I highly recommend just being like, hey, I have a lot of trouble doing this task. If I ask you to bully me, can you just tell me to do it? sometimes it's just easier to have someone like tell you to do it. And I just also want to mention that all of these tips are definitely more geared for ADHD. I'm sure they can also help with depression, but I will also say that I haven't really figured out how to tackle things when I'm depressed. I guess that's the struggle of having depression. I only just realized that I experienced a lot more symptoms of depression than I originally thought. Like I have been diagnosed with depressive symptoms but not full-blown depression, and I'm considering looking into a further diagnosis, but there's definitely been phases where I'm like, I cannot find the motivation to do literally anything, and I haven't figured out exactly how to quote-unquote work around that. So this is completely new territory for me, and I'm, I am sorry if folks that are more... I, wanted, I was about to say like well-versed in depression, but that doesn't make any sense. If any of these tips just like don't help with depression. I'm sorry. Uh, This is new territory for me and I'm still learning how to manage these symptoms. The big moral of all of this is that at the end of the day, if you could not do the thing, that's perfectly fine and valid. Mental illness is kind of the worst and we can't always do things even if we feel like we should do them. I hope you're able to get some ideas for when you have some more energy uh, to help you do these things, but I'm proud of you either way. To kind of help, I have already put up one time lapse of me doing hard things on my Instagram story to hopefully help anyone who's struggling like I am. That time lapse was of me doing my dishes. And so if you want more of those, I will be posting them on my Instagram story at it might get better pod. I think that's it. I feel like I had a lot more to talk about. I was like, this is going to be like a 30 minute episode. This is wild, y'all. I'm very tired. (laughs) Sorry if this episode was a little bit more low energy. I did not get a lot of sleep last night, but I am still very excited that you guys are all here. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Look out for future episodes in the coming weeks. I think I'm going to leave it here. Just thank you to everyone who's listening and see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Thank you to Ben Ranzinger for the intro and outro music. Please check out his work at Ben Ranzinger on Instagram. I would also like to thank Lauren Alice for the graphics and Jasmine Hodgson for the photos. You can find Jasmine's work at jasminehodgson.photography on Instagram. Thank you so much and see you next week.